Hello, 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 hello. Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. My name is Zalika. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I'm so glad you're here with me today as we continue on our journey of What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. And today we are on chapter 12. I'm so happy that we are progressing through this book little by little every week. There are um 23 chapters so it's gonna be a little bit before we get through it but i just encourage you to pick up this book yourself and you can go through it with me or just read it yourself but i really suggest you study it and take notes because there's so much valuable information in this and that's the whole point of me doing a podcast on it so that i give myself some accountability to keep going through it and keep studying it and really applying the things that I learned in the book to my life. And it's going pretty great, I must say. I am feeling more confident. I have more self-esteem. And like I feel just generally better about myself and what I'm doing. And I just believe in myself and my abilities more and more all the time. And even when I have moments of doubt, I, I I hear it and I notice that's what's happening. There's just these words that appear in my head and they invoke a feeling in me because of their appearance. But I realize now I don't have to believe them to be true and I don't have to let them run away on a whole train of thought. So it's a work in progress, but... I, I'm so glad that I'm gaining the knowledge and the tools, and I hope that this is helping you and you're applying it to yourself and your life. And ultimately, that's all I want is just for you to be able to talk to yourself to lead you to accomplish whatever you want, empower you and encourage you to accomplish whatever you can dream up. So with all that being said, let's jump right into chapter 12, not hypnosis, not subliminal. So he basically is saying that this self-talk that he's talking about is not hypnosis and it's not subliminal messaging. And like hypnosis, is, he says that it, it kind of takes you out of control of the receptive mind and programs your mind without the benefit of conscious control. So I'm sure that you've seen people do like a, a hypnosis show and they like go into a trance and kind of like nod out and then the the magician or the practitioner or whatever he'll say if you hear me say this word then you're gonna do this thing or if I snap you'll do this thing or if I snap you'll you'll forget that any of this was even happening and like so it's like hypnosis is kind of a thing that um where it attracts or programs your subconscious mind without the receptive like conscious mind knowing and so consciously you don't even know what you're really doing so this is not what that what this is just he just wants us to know this is not that and he even goes on to say that they're like doctors and psychiatrists and psychologists have all like talks about hypnosis and there's really like no agreed upon reasoning as to how or why it works, but the power of subjective, oh, oh, 
<laughs> the power of suggestion is basically how it works. We don't know why, but it just does. I'm sure some people do. I mean, this book was written like quite a few decades ago. It was first published in 1986. So maybe now they have better understanding. I don't really like read up on hypnosis, but he does want to say that like he's not discounting the power of hypnosis, like hypnotherapy. And he said that there's there's been people that he knows of who it has helped them in their lives through traumatic issues in their in their history. So it definitely has validity. But he's just saying that this, the self-talk he is talking about is not that. So cool. And he basically says this is not hypnosis because hypnosis takes the responsibility out of the self-talk. Because when you take responsibility for yourself, you take ownership and, and guidance and direction. And when you're under hypnosis, you're just doing what was programmed and you have no say so about it. And so he just wants to express that that your personal responsibility is like the foundation of your individual action. And like basically your whole life is your responsibility. He goes on to say that you took your first breath by yourself and you will take your last breath by yourself. Granted, there's going to be people around you in the room, most likely, either at birth or death. But you yourself, you take those breaths. Every breath in our whole lives is I'm taking it. I mean, I guess there's situations where like someone needs to like give you CPR or like that thing they put on your face and squeeze the bag to breathe for you. Those are extenuating circumstances. But of course, I can't help but think of it when I'm trying to be all absolutist about this. I can't help but think of, no, mm -mm, nope, you're not right. There's an exception to that rule. It's just funny. That's what my self-talk does. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're, let's just pretend like those extenuating circumstances don't exist. And for the most part, I am my own responsibility. I, I take each of my breaths. And my life is my responsibility and so he just says that although the use of hypnosis can be beneficial it's not the point he's making here that this ain't that okay so now he also talks about subliminal conditioning now do y'all remember when like i don't know back in like maybe the 60s movie theaters were putting subliminal messages in their movies to get people to go to the snack bar and then like some stores were using subliminal messaging to or in the music playing over the loudspeakers to get people to shoplift less during the holiday season and so basically subliminal messages are like small imperceptible things targeted at targeted at us so in the movies they were doing it visually like just like s split second like you're consciously unaware you wouldn't see it, but your subconscious picks up on it. And it's just like tiny little programming. And so you, you end up doing something, but you didn't consciously decide to do it. You just feel compelled to do it. And so the same thing for the, the shopping at the mall or whatever, whatever stores it was. I don't know if it was the mall or whatever. But the same thing goes, they, they put it in the music. So it it's like they hide it like very low, like in the beats or something like that. And 
because you know there's like upbeat and downbeat like the words are in the forefront the beat is in the background so like they hide it in there and you can't consciously hear the the extra words being said and so these are subliminal messages and so of course he is once again saying this ain't that but again like if that is something that you have tried or is working for you that's great keep doing what you're doing and he even says if you wanted to like like um join subliminal messaging and self-talk that's also great i know that there's tons of youtube videos that are subliminal messaging for anything you can think of like weight loss anxiety stress sleep wake energy like so many different things and so the subliminal messaging that i've seen on youtube before is just like talking like music and talking and i guess you're supposed to put it in like both ears and play it very low so you really don't even know what they're saying and i'm not really sure if if you do know what they're saying if it's working but i'm again i'm not like i don't be reading up on subliminal messaging and i tend to not really listen to it because it's kind of boring to me but i don't know i mean maybe if anybody knows like if you've ever used it for anything and it's worked for you let me know might give it a try but as for now in my life i am focused on how i'm talking to myself and i really like how he like talks about subliminal messaging because it's basically someone else deciding what you're going to be programmed with truly just like everything else around us like schools and tv all of that stuff like that's programming us but kind of in a more conscious way subliminal messaging like you never even know that it happened but he says that you you are your thoughts so don't ever let anyone else have dominion over them he encourages you to take the responsibility for you and everything you accept and do as part of your own given birthright and i like that because we can be our own programmer oh, it reminds me of the matrix like when when neo like realized he is the one and he can do anything he would just be like i'm gonna fly and he would just fly he just he was his own programmer he was no longer subject to programming from the world around him such such amazing movie series but anyway so he just says to think for yourself using self-hypnosis as a tool for your growth that again like you can use hypnosis but i i said that because i read that he says that you can use self-hypnosis as a tool for your own growth and if it's worked for you in the past and you choose to use self-talk as a part of that tool the combination of your own self-talk and your new self-talk oh sorry of your own self-hypnosis and your new self-talk should work for you as well so he's like if you meditate with um subliminals or with hypnosis like that's great but he just strongly encourages you to use your own voice use your words to guide your programming and that this was kind of a quick one that like that's pretty much all he has to say for this chapter but i love this the end of this he says your own self-talk to your own inner self is always will be your sure surest form of inner defense and inner strength combine that with your personal source of spiritual strength 
and no one, nothing can override it. Use it, employ the resources of your own mind, call them to action, think for yourself, speak for yourself, educate and program your own mind in the manner of your own choosing. No one else should do that for you. No one else has the right. Oh, I love that. He says, your own self-talk to your own inner self is, always will be, the surest form of inner defense and inner strength. And combine that with your personal source of spiritual strength. This is like the epitome of co-creation, of like me speaking words of love and hope and encouragement and positivity to myself while also having that spiritual connection with god or who whatever whoever whatever you call it the higher power like the one that created me and us the universe like me guiding me but god also guiding me and together we work seamlessly and flawlessly and i flow like that is that's what i've been feeling and that's what i love when i'm in flow sometimes i don't even know what i'm really doing like i'll have to like i can reflect on the day and be like okay i did this this and this and this but i didn't plan for any of that i just felt like doing certain things and i did them and i love that because it's like I don't have to plan the heck out of everything. I have like general values and things I care about and things I projects that I'm working on in my life. And I have faith that I will be guided to do what I need to do today for today. And I really feel like our my time and energy is so abundant in this life. So that I always believe that like even when I'm I only have enough energy today to work on my stickers, to record a podcast, to do a workout. That's that's okay if I don't get to working on my 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 step work for my 12-step program for my addiction recovery, or if I don't get to cleaning my room or doing my laundry, or if I don't work on my website or post on social media. Like all those things I just listed, I can do them tomorrow or the next day. I know that today, those things I did work on were meaningful to me and they reinforced my values and my principles and the things I care about and the future goals I have. As long as I am in flow and working on what matters to me, then it's just it's just going to work out. And I've really, this self-talk has really helped me so much with not shaming myself or shooting all over myself like oh i should have got this done i should have got that done if it was really that important to me then you trust me it would be done like if you gotta put gas in your car you're gonna do it otherwise you know you're gonna run out on the interstate <laughs> like if you gotta eat because you're about to pass out you're gonna get it done if you have a deadline you're gonna get it done so whenever there's something that i didn't get get in today to work on it just wasn't important enough that day and that's okay but i will say that in the beginning of this journey of of having these goals and wanting to have a positive impact and be of service to people and share my art i had all these things all these ideas and i didn't know where to start 
So a lot of times I would have a lot of goals and I, I wouldn't really get too far that day. I would do a lot of theorizing, but, but a lot of thinking, but I didn't do a lot of concrete, actionable steps. And that's okay, because that's where I was at at that time. And sometimes I still do that. But I have momentum now. I've been, I've had my website for a whole year now. I got it last year in October and I, I paid for like a whole new year. So that's awesome. Like I remember that me this time last year in October of 2020, I was just saying, I'm thinking about starting a website. And my girlfriend actually, well, she wasn't my girlfriend at the time, but she said, just do it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how. She's like, I'm sure someone out there knows how to start a website and they did it and they probably are showing people how to do it so i was like yeah i guess so i just went on youtube and like did some research went on search engines did some research and i figured it out and like the first draft of my website to now i had so i've had so many changes and improvements but let me tell you i would not be where i am today if i didn't start a year ago with all my roughness and all of my novice energy and like not knowing what I'm doing, I just felt like I should. And so I just went with that feeling and every step along the way, I'm learning something and I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm being open-minded and willing to expand by letting go of some things that don't work so well and picking up some things that might work well but I have to try it. I have to do it. I have to do it to know if it works for me or not. So I just encourage you, whatever dreams or goals that you have in mind, you can do it. Even if you can't do the huge angle, even if you can't have the like giant Disney amusement park, you can start by drawing Mickey Mouse because eventually you could get to exactly where you want to be if you just work on it a little bit every day and wholeheartedly believe that to be the truth and if you don't believe me check out some of these people that you love that you follow because i'm telling you musicians artists actors they all started somewhere they were all not as talented as they are now at one point in their lives it's a work in progress. And, oh, oh, I'm so glad I just remembered that. And he says in this last bit of the book that although meditation and subliminal messaging is great and everything, he says, always remember that some of the greatest minds, some of the greatest achievers which this earth, earth has ever known achieved their greatness with only three overriding attributes, spirit, conviction, and hard work that's it spirit conviction and hard work spirit just knowing that knowing believing that someone is helping me and guiding me along the way conviction this is what i want to do like i know it i feel it i believe it i'm doing it i'm not straying off this path and if i do i'm getting back on it you best believe it and hard work just doing it the 20 minutes it takes me to record this podcast. The five minutes it takes me to type a description and upload it. Like the hour it takes me to read the book or read the chapter before I even do the podcast. That is work. 
Because what else would I be doing with that, that hour and a half? Probably nothing. Probably chilling, watching YouTube, truly. Probably what I'm going to do after this anyway. And if I'm going to do what I want to do later, I might as well do what I need to do now to fulfill myself and to feel like I'm having an impact and a purpose within myself that I reflect to the world. So I think that's about it. This is definitely a good recording. I'm very grateful that I was able to be here for you today. And I hope that my heart is touching yours and that you are talking yourself into some good stuff. So until next time, start right here. Start right now because your life is waiting. Does that sound like a good outro? I think I like that. Start right here. Start right now because your life is waiting. Yes. I was so excited. Okay. All right. Peace, love, and blessings. Beautiful, wonderful people. So glad you're here with me. If you want to connect with me, my website is abstractlogic.me. And you can go on there, send me a message, go on to my social medias, and connect with me. I'm here for you. I love you. Bye.